Good afternoon, everybody. And Torture Row, I've got Park and Dolly Gintrella for this eagerly awaited uh, 121 a semi final between Scarif and Gunlow and Castle. Uh, referee Joe Mullen just about to throw in the ball. So we give the team as soon as we get a no, chance. And help most sorry. balls in the middle of the field. Uh, a little bit of a ruckus developed there with about 10 players. And um, the first breakaway of Scarif and it's Mac Rogers out in the middle of the field at the moment. Mac takes a shot from very, very far out, up towards the right hand corner, up towards Kenneth Conan. Conan doesn't get it, but it's in the hands of. Liam Pratt, Liam Pratt, he bursts in through, can he go? Three in, three in, one there, Liam Pratt there, so first day of the attack there, first scalp, ball in by Mark Rodgers, Liam Pratt winning the three, so Kevin, uh, positive start for Scarf. Positive start for Scarf and their main talisman and bright future that we all look forward to seeing him in a clear jersey, getting on the ball straight away and having an influence on the game, stepping up to 20 metre free, we'll expect him, bread and butter, to a man of Mark Rodgers' calibre to slap it over the bar. And I'm happy to be joined today by regular analyst Kevin O'Regan and Derek Dormer, who we'll be talking with in a moment, and uh, lots to look forward to. As you watch back, probably, probably tapping over the which it does. So it's one point to no score, uh, just a minute into the game, and uh, the puck out will be taken by Keen Roderick. Not to look forward to here, Derek. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a cracking game. I'd look scared to win there, justifiably favourites, but. Castle do like Tullens, you know, they didn't come to make up the numbers, so hopefully it'll be a cracking contest. This time we were thinking that Castle have some good individuals in that team from Senior Hurland, and it's uh, Keehan, the cornerback, Old Keehan, getting the ball away, but it's dropped again. Keehan fighting for it one more time, and up there as well is the Patrick who said that. 23 for Scarif, and I don't have a name for 23 yet, but we'll have to work on that one. And uh, Scarif, uh, Castle in, in, in uh, James Norty has just won a good free there for Clare Castle, and uh, as Derek said, Castle, in their own minds, certainly have not come here to make up the numbers. We know the talent they have in that team, plenty of senior experience, I'd say six or seven of them have played senior hurling this year and uh, played a, a decent quality senior hurling at that. So it's a free for Clare Castle, about 35-40 metres out. It's going to be taken by Oshin Casey. Oshin Casey steadies himself, gets ready to take it. I wonder just in the second minute of the game. Bins lifts, strikes, and Oshin puts it over the bar, so it's one point each. And uh, an even enough start and uh, two frees so far. We hope it doesn't develop into a free-taking battle, Kevin, but uh, you know, given the conditions and after the weather we've had, pitch is in very decent condition. Uh, no pitch is perfect a week before Christmas, but uh, let's hope it just does, does, does more scores and frees in this one. Fingers crossed, they know it's very soft conditions as Patrick Cr Crotty tries to win that puck up for Scarf. And a great, win, a great win by Patrick Crotty, here on the left-hand side, off his left, drives it in, but it's in no man's land and it's taken up there by the, the, the loose land back there in the pocket. And it's going to be cleared by centre-back, centre-back Dara Healy, belts it down, launches it down, right in the edge of the case, they put it over the bar. Oh, what a score from Dara Healy. That's a 90 metre, what a uh, what an inspiring score, Derek, for the, the backpies. Absolutely terrific score inside his 45-yard line in his own half. I'd say it's nearly 100 yards and it sails straight over the black spot, never in doubt. Positive start for their castle. They have a sweep to drop back. They're trying to protect. The castle yes, will be very wary, uh, Pat, of not conceding goals, especially when you're a player like Mark Rogers. So, you know, if the castle don't concede goals, this will go down to the wire. And we did wonder where uh, Rory O'Connor uh, O'Connell named a number at 15 replay and he's playing right back. He has tried to cover off the danger. But Rogers has he got side? No. And it's O'Connell. In fairness, it's working very well already. Mark, Mark Rogers is almost through there, but Rory O'Connell got in tapping of the ball and managed to pick it up at clearance. And now it's uh, Shane Cavanagh for Scarlet. Shane Cavanagh back to number 23. Is that Garochidi? Is, is, is it a six there? I, I'm not exactly Garochidi wearing 23. We'll have to check that uh, when we get a chance. Maybe one of the lads in front can check that for us. But um, it's Castle again. Uh, cleared the ball with a bit of ease there. That time it's Conor Griffin. Aims the ball down towards number 12 to James Darty. Again, James Darty is got, got inside the defence. Can James tap it over? Lovely shot from James. And another point for Castle. Well, we said they didn't go to make up the numbers, Kevin. And they're sure proving it. They mean business. The great start for Clare Castle. They'd be delighted with that. Three points to one after um, just coming up to five minutes, five minutes played. 
Um, that's exactly the start that Clarecastle wanted and they look to build on that. Rory O'Connell playing in front of his full back has definitely uh, worked so far and uh, intelligent, experienced player for under 21 level will actually do very well playing back in that sweeper role. And David, too, involved in that role there, we mixed up the, the, the wing backs, uh, the numbers have changed, so it's, and this time it is number seven, David, too, or uh, not David, too, with uh, Shane Cavanagh drives it on for Scott, looking for Rogers goes into the clouds, he's broke the path to Crotty, had a crowd breaking through in 21, taps it over the bar, score for Scarab, and we, we were afraid of scores from play of threes only. Yeah. This game is already shown, it's going to be a really, really high quality. What a start, three points for Clare Castle, two for Scarab. Uh, it's it's uh, seven goals and three points for Clare Castle at the moment, and the, the scoreboard is doing a bit of a jump there, but I think there's three adjusting it, and now it should read 3 2 for Scarra shortly. Great point there from Crotty. Uh, Rogers went up to the clouds, Brad Nash to knock it down into Crotty's path. Number nine for Clare Castle is uh, Evan O'Connell. Evan O'Connell is uh, beaten on this occasion. Scarra fighting hard there for the ball, Sean Collins involved there. And Donald uh, Downs waiting for the break outside. And a flick on the ground there by um, Sean Collins again gets it up the field a bit. And now it's uh, oh, a lovely pass out. And it's, it's uh, Pat, it's uh, Keelan Hurtigan. Keelan Hurtigan busting through the middle. There's two men to beat. Can he get away? Gets a hand pass away to Crotty. Crotty on the left hand side takes on the hurley. He's broken inside the injury. Oh, what a roll for Scarab. Brilliant work by, by Hartigan. Sets up Crotty. And the young Scarab man plays it on the net. Patrick Crotty with the familiar socks up and uh, left hand on top. But uh, Derek, what uh, a start to the game. I know there's a goal against your, your local team, but having said that, you know, quality hurling on view. Yeah, huge score for Scarf. We're going to look great work by Hartigan, picking it up here on the 45, busting through the centre. Had the presence of mind in to offload it, and superb finish from Crotty. You know, it's a, it's a bright start. It's 1 2 to 3. Like, that's six scores inside the opening five minutes. So, you know, it's something to look forward to here. And it is an under 21 A semi final. And compliments to Tulla. The pitch is in great making. There's a huge crowd here and it's a good atmosphere. Yeah, week before Christmas, as if you don't be expecting to have hurling as a, as a number one priority, but I'll tell you one thing with all the people here, as you said, the, the 30 plus players, management and the supporters, uh, and indeed ourselves, hurling is number one today and uh, we're getting treated, uh, already treated to a, a real, possible classic early in the game. Good work there by number 10 for Connor Halpin. Connor Halpin gets the ball away into, and he beats Shane Cavada. Now can, can um, uh, Oshin Whelan get on this? Oshin Whelan is battling away down there. It looks like there was a bit of a pool of a jersey there on the defender but there are the defenders the posse has gotten back and now uh, there's more defenders and attackers and it's going to be clear and it's, and it's uh, Shane coming again Shane busy early on this game Rogers in the middle of the field picks up the ball let's see what he can do he's going for the score no it's a lovely low ball in looking for the forward inside he's had to cry but he's well caught out well caught up by Rory O'Connell who's very very effective back there and Rory now is going to run the length of the field he takes a shot from midfield he starts with the corner back covering Rogers and that's, that is that, that is superb is score. score that is incredible he cut out a huge from Mark Rogers, first touch into his hand, popped it to the midfielder, took it back and landed it from 70 yards. That is a score of And he's already back inside his, and he's all square around Kevin, the standard is wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. We've been treated to exhibitions so from fantastic scores as Gore Sheedy plays the ball into, into, uh, yeah. into Adam Canal. He's there by the, by the Clacastle attack and he gets the ball up the wing and it's, uh, it's knocked out of play but it's stopped out by... Um, by Keelan after the knocks it out of play there, under the good pressure from the, the, the uh, Clarecastle backs. So it's, uh, <laughs> I forget to double check on the score there. The Clarecastle score keeps hopping from zero uh, to six goals. Uh, Scarif have won two, and Clarecastle have 
four points. Four points. One, two to four. So that's where we stand at the moment, and we are. I give a brown out. envelope to the scoreboard, all the men on the way in. Give a jump, kids. Give a goal to Castle. In this country, as you know, Connor Howe down to get on his hand in this ball, doesn't make it this time. Now it's Owen Key and picks it up in middle field. Owen out far from his corner back position, pushing the back, but uh, get away with it. And now it's Shane Cameron going to pick it up. Shane, probably the busiest man in the pitch so far, gives the good hand pass to Shady, also busy enough. And Shady now tries up the left hand side, looking for Crotty. Oh, lovely control from Crotty. Under, tell you one thing, the defender did nothing wrong there, as close to him as glue. Or did he give a little push? Having said that, there was an advantage played. Crotty was thrown the bar. In fairness to um, David Toohey, he wasn't giving Crotty an inch, but Crotty's uh, passed on through there, Kevin. Absolutely, he's won two scores with just, uh, just seven minutes gone. Uh, very influential so far and very impressive, Patrick Crotty. Well, in the middle of the field again now, as uh, Scarif um, had their third point there just by Patrick Crotty. He's second and overcarrying there, so the free, uh, a good free has been won there in the middle of the field. And the uh, referee, Patrick seems to be on his A game today, Patrick. Yeah, he's controlled the ball. His first touch on the ball is superb, uh, Derek. Right, and uh, that's what it's all about. If you've got the first touch, you're master of, of everything. If you're taking a second touch, he's, the crowd goes around you and you're in the middle. He's 1 2 got from play out of the 1 3. Matt Rogers 3 is the other score. 1 2 from play inside 8 minutes. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good goal. And, and as I said, uh, David Toohey hasn't done too much wrong. Stick with him like Lou, but just Crotty's just on, on fire. A free now for uh, for Ushing uh, Casey, just inside his own half. Long one. Good strike, quick. Oh, it looks slow with a tail to the right. Yeah, just to the right and wide there. Look, unlucky by Casey. Struck it well, but uh, the score remains. 1-3 for Scarif and 4 for uh, four for Clare Castle. Uh, we have a wonderful start to the game. Eight and a half minutes in. Puck out from... Puck um, out now from... from uh, on Sean Tracy about to be taken. This time Garoad uh, Sheedy isn't as loose. Uh, the Castle Carl Power trying to cover a couple of positions there. And uh, Seamus McCall was loose. Uh, but uh, Collins decides to go along up to the half hour. Looking for Crotty. Cro oh, almost grabs it again. But, uh, and uh, Connor down does get a little push in the back there to Evan O'Connor. Uh, a, a correct decision by Mullins. And it's a free from the road half back line. And this time we'll see who will take this one. Is it the foot? No, it's Ocean Casey. So obviously there's great faith that Ocean Casey has the distance. Uh, Derek, obviously you probably know these lads a bit better than I do. Ocean Casey fences having a go at this one. Uh, with, a, with a bit a, of a breeze. Ocean Casey is a top free taker. And, and, and just, you know, Ocean Needham is Claire Minor last year. Yeah. Uh, Flannins, Harkey, Dean Ryan's there. And he's a superb free taker. So it just shows the quality that Casey is that, that really isn't hitting the streets. Absolutely. Beautiful strike by Casey. This is a really good strike. What a strike. I think you're right, Derek. We have to take your word for that. That's a number really good score, uh, Kevin. And Claire uh, Castle keeping well in the game. Keeping well in the game, uh, Pat. What, nine, nine minutes gone. Notable the quality of the striker from long distance from both teams. Um, and uh, the, the Sunday before Christmas is very notable here today. Um, the quality of Patrick Crotty and Rory O'Connor so far as well is, is, is very uh, impressive. So, Ocean Casey, so Scarif and will not be fouling anywhere within maybe 100 metres of the goal, which is probably most of the field here in Tulla. Rogers in position now, bursting through the middle again. He's great. There's, a, there's a four men after him. He's still to have the pace to get a bit. He's bust through two more. A, a flick across. Oh, he's blocked. A brilliant block down by O'Connell. Well done by Colbert. Uh, Rogers there again. Can he get it up? Now there's a, a, again a million rounds of it. And out for Castle. This will be a major favourite for Castle. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic lift in Castle. Garochini will pick up this one, it looks like. And uh, it's a bit of afters, yeah. Evan O'Connell and um, Evan O'Connell and uh, his man there. A bit of afters there, but uh, the game goes on. Ball in position now with Castle. Connor helping middle of the field. Can he, 
Can he get past this Shane Kavanagh? He does. Calpin takes a shot from far out. Oh, that's a rousing score for Elkhart Castle. Brilliant defending to deny um, the, the rampaging, um, the rampaging Mark Rogers first of all, and then a fantastic score from the right wing. Rory O'Connell is playing super back down this week in North. He took the challenge, got back up on his feet. There was a bit of afters, but sure, look, they were just giving each other Christmas cards. Christmas exchange. And a uh, ball sweeped out. Ah, fantastic score then by uh, uh, young Connor helping and um, you know Clarecastle are here to stay Pat and yeah. want to make a contest to this and I see Owen Keehan has been near back to watch Ocean Casey Ocean Casey played around the centre forward centre forward position Garrod 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 seems to be kind of playing full back uh, for Scarafogun no, but uh, in fairness uh, one three to six points on the sides level I'm going to say right because the, as I said, the scoreboard doesn't work from the Clarecastle point of view and again it's Evan O'Connor and it's a bit it's a working a dream so far, 10 or 11 minutes in. Evan O'Connell, the corner forward, playing the sweeper row back for Clarecastle. Garrod Sheedy is the loose man for Garrod, the Libero row back there in the pocket, so uh, let's see how that works. The time goes on both. Fabulous hurlers of both lads will be delivering great ball into their forwards, we know. And it's the way now Connor helping with the ball, being chased by Keelan Hartigan. Hartigan does well to stay with him, but helping, shows a bit of speed, hand pass inside. Oh, it's gone wrong, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by, by um, Kavanagh, and away comes Kavanagh and drives down the field again. Again, one of the busier men to be looking for. Rogers, Rogers goes up, pops it down to Connor Downs. Can Connor Downs get in? No, Rogers, well marshaled there again. And away again from the Castle defence. And this, again, is David O'Connell taking the pass. Evan O'Connell is the, the star of the show as well. Castle concerned in this game so far. He's mopping up so much favour in defence. And snuffing out the real danger. And um, a stick out on the sideline there from Liam Crotty. He was on the ball in fairness, though, as um, Donald David, too, he was about to pick the ball. And, um, Trondy just flicked it over the sideline. The pull looked a bit worse than it was, I think. He did get the ball cleanly, but the line ball uh, is not the result. I think it's going to be a free here, and it's going to be a booking as well for. Yeah, pulled across him, ref coming from the, it's going from the, the crowd there, and I don't think it's a scarf man or in the gun of the man. I think he may be wearing a black and white cap, or if not, a neighbour of Derek's in some way, but uh, it's going to be a free for rushing, for rushing Casey. This one is uh, inside his old 65, a yard from the sideline. This. The way he struck the last one gives a confidence he's capable of getting the distance here. And he indeed he's capable he of getting the distance. He definitely wants that distance anyway, Pat. So it's uh, Ocean Casey, if he can do another uh, a minor miracle in getting this over the bar, it will be some, some score for Claire Castle. He strikes it very, very well. Is it tailing a little bit to the right? Yeah, it's gone air to the right. And the beautiful strike uh, by Casey. And uh, it is true, he's a really, really is a class, class free taker. And uh, Owen Keane is out there now trying to make sure that he doesn't get away from him. So, fuck out from. Uh, Sean Tracy about to come again. It's got to look like they will go along. This time fullback Ty Kavanagh is loose, but uh, Ty isn't going to receive this one. And it's uh, belted down the field by Ty uh, Tracy. It's in the middle of the field. Connor Downs goes on, almost gets it and picked up. The caught off the ground by Sean Connors, but in fairness, it was an inch off the ground, we'll say. He's been knocked over, and the ball is going to lose position by Seth. Keeve Hartigan in there, Sarcastle defenders in there, and uh, there's going to be a throw in Joe Mullins has said this game, this one isn't going to be So Kevin, uh, a, a chance to take a little bit of a breather with a one or two minutes there. Yeah, very intense exchanges from both sides, in fairness to free that uh, that was given to Clarecast a minute ago. It was questionable because there was on the ball, the ball ended up here in the stand, but it just showed the physicality of, of both teams and the determination of both of them. Particularly impressive with Clarecastle today. I saw them play the first round in Rowan, probably got to six or seven weeks ago now. And from a Clarecastle perspective, it's extremely disappointing and lacked pride in a lot of ways and lacked a lot of battle. Well, by God, they've come to Tuller today and, and pride in battle and, and determination spirit is exactly what they're showing. Um, the intelligence and the quality of Rory O'Connell in the first uh, 40 minutes of the game is, is 
exceptional. It's absolutely fantastic. 100%. Uh, and Derek, that's the masterstroke so far by James McMahon and his management team. Evan O'Connell at Rory. Rory. Rory O'Connell, sorry, that's Sweeper. Having an absolutely outstanding game. Yeah, so look, Sarkasta's best players, uh, with all respect, are, are, the, are the 17 year olds. They have a nice coming, coming generation. And look, they got a, they did, as Kevin said, they did get a lick in against Burkina. But they've learned from that. You know, they're battle targeting now. They won on penalties against Christine. Right. They beat Clonara in extra time, so they know how to go to the well. And they've got the positioning uh, set up better and their matchups better. And look, they are up against the quality outfit, but they won't lack for effort. <laughs> you can see that, and Ocean Casey typically showing that as it defends Connor Dowd. We have looked at the earlier on because. Uh, Carol Down definitely was pushed to the back, but uh, Joe Mullins decided to let go and Sarcastic did very, very well to mop up. And now there's a little bit of a large barge between Keel and Hartigan. Uh, again, Christmas greetings being exchanged. Lines. <laughs> Lines better want to watch himself there because. Linesman's after getting the, the belt. Caught in the crossfire and he's rubbing his nose. <laughs> the linesman's after getting the belt straight into the nose. Keel and Hartigan will be Keel and Hartigan could see right here if the linesman insists on it. There's always a danger when you go into the when you go into the crossfire to go to get caught in the low end blend. And, uh, Connor Griffin is a young lad. He's Frankie Griffin, the former Clare footballer's right. son. He won't back down from well, anybody. He's only 16, but by God, I tell you, he's a, he's a tough man. Shame to say, is it for me of that detail before the game? If he's at, if he's a son of Frankie Griffin's, the most close standing back, and uh, what, a, what a class act Frankie was for so many years. And uh, I think uh, for Clare, so, Joe, um, Joe McDonald's going, Joe, Joe, Joe going to have a, a decision to make here, though, lads. After after the exchanges that included the linesman who's rubbing his nose after it, so. I wonder what, what, and they're talking, the linesman and Joe are having a conversation. I think Keelan Hartigan could be in trouble here. I really do. Yeah. I didn't see who it was. Well, so. Keelan was involved in the exchange, anyhow, yeah, but now the two lads were kind of, a, you know, like 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 stags rushing each other and the linesman took his head into the of trying to make peace and he got a he got a, a touch off he got some kind of a wallop from the from actually it's Conor Downs he's talking to now Conor Downs and Evan O'Connell are being spoken to and there's no word at all to kill an article no Conor Downs was fouled before that but that was a separate thing those things happened he didn't yeah, get an article has escaped here because he, right. he, he 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 moved ahead and he actually connected with the linesman's nose he's still feeling his nose. <laughs> So, uh, the diplomatic, the diplomatic outcome. Do you love that now, Pat? The diplomatic outcome. He'll be able to act uh, Rudolph, I think, for Christmas for his young lads if he has them with the red nose because he did get a wallop in it there. Fair play to him. Um, look at play is going to go on and it's going to go on. It's three in the middle of the field. For Clark Castle, Ocean Casey, right in the middle of the field. A little bit at the stand, at this stand side here. Uh, with one we know, he's well capable of putting this one over. Uh, one, three to six, uh, the scoreboard has settled down. No more goals for the castle uh, being given. Uh, the brown envelope was to dry it out. It was spent it all on Christmas gifts already. So, yours Casey, is in, yours is in the over the barrel. I'll tell you one thing, whatever about the brown envelope, Ocean Casey's doing what Ocean Casey does, a lovely free end. Look at a ripple of applause, and yet, I, I think 20 or 30 years ago, if we're free from the middle of the field, put over the bar, it's a major excitement. Nowadays, we take it for granted. These guys are just so, so accurate and so, so. So lengthy in the striking, and uh, again, there's a bit of a break. It's so our first score in seven minutes now, Pat. Yeah, know, after, again, after, after a lot of start, it is yeah. slow down. It's been stop start. There's a lot of off the ball stuff. A lot of fellas going down with niggles and injuries. You, you know, it is winter hurling. You know, conditions are tough. 
this is going to be a, a war of attrition basically and it's it's setting up like that. It is. One three to seven, I should have said, one three to seven to seven in favour of Castle Castle that leading with that point after the concession of the goal they really lifted their game and some outstanding defending by Rory O'Connell and others in there, Aaron Hayes and, and others, uh, just to hold the danger that Mark Rogers will know uh, try, uh, brings to the game and uh, Again, you know, you could, you could go at 60, you could go 62 minutes without Mark Rogers doing too much damage, and he could, he could still kill you, as we know. So uh, that's something to look forward to see what what Mark will do, how he'll react. At the moment, he's out here in the right half forward position. It's Shane Cavanagh uh, is down Cavanagh here getting treated. Shane Cavanagh getting treated over the far side of the field. So again, a stop in the, a stop in the game. So looks like there'll be a good bit of injury time when we come towards half time. It's towards half time. It's 18 minutes gone. In the game, it's 1-3 for Scarif. The goal by Patrick Crotty, who's had a brilliant first 10 minutes of the game, and uh, uh, three from Rogers as well. So, two points from Crotty also. So, he's been the star so far. Maybe Rory O'Connell and Ocean Casey, the stars for Claire Castle. And Rogers tried to catch this one. And has it. Rogers does pick at the second attempt. Can he put it over the bar? Ah, oh, oh, the magician. Uh, that's what he can do. Just what he can do. Wasn't that a beautiful point, A uh, beautiful point, and we've, we've enjoyed him during the summer. He's doing it here in the December day as well. A fantastic score. Um, typical Mark, Mark Rogers displaying his class. Great score, Mark. Adjustments here in the mic. Jim, our sound engineer, has been sorted out. So Castle about to clear the ball yet again. And the sides are level as we're, we're uh, 19 minutes into the game. Caught inside by Oshin. Whelan, shot, saved inside by Collins, good save, he's caught the rebound off his early and he safely clears it out to the middle of the field. Whelan was through there looking very, very threatening, shot, Oshin Whelan, we know how powerful he is, and we know how strong he is from, from underage and schools before, but uh, on this occasion he was thwarted by a, a, a decent save by Collins, he wasn't maybe the, the, the hardest bullet, but from the middle of the field, a beautiful score over the bar by James Doherty for Clare Castle, and is it, they've come to play, Derek. Absolutely, and look, it was a superb catch, I think it was Josh Brack, it was Josh Brack, not Oshin Wien, and the numbers could have been mixed up. With. It was definitely I think the Josh numbers, Brack. yeah, the week. we were given the numbers for the wings, yeah. And look, he went for the low shot and bounced it. It was fine save by Tracy and goal. Ball worked out, James Doherty tapped it over, and we're level again. So it's Black, Brack is playing at number 13 then, so that's uh, something we had uh, been given slightly wrongly before the game there, but there you go. Um, so I guess the position again in the middle of the field, a shot from the middle of the field. And this was taken to the left and right, shot by, uh, I think it was, uh, was it? Connor Halpin. Uh, Connor Halpin, number 10 for Clare Castle. Connor Halpin, a shot there from the middle of the field. As the score reads, one goal and four for Scarif, eight points for Clare Castle. Clare Castle, I suppose, usually we give the leading team first of all, so Clare Castle, eight, Scarif, one, four. Um, and as I said, if the script was the Scarif for good lower hot favourites for this, I think the, the Magpies didn't read the script at all. They've thrown it a little bit out the window. Long, long way to go, of course. And uh, Mark Rogers has shown his class there with a beautiful score there about two minutes ago. But Scarif matching everything Scarif has thrown at him at the moment. Shane Cavanagh again. How many possessions has he had for Scarif for so far? This time his hand pass attempt is knocked down. And <laughs> it's back again with the, this time it's uh, Garol Sheedy. Garol Sheedy bursting out of the Oh, lovely control for Sheedy. Mark it's Rogers. Over, oh, actually Rogers, you're right. See, he's Mark Rogers. Oh, he's way back in his own half back line. Now, the ball with Scarif and it's Adam Canan. But Adam Canan again, great pressure to put on. Ah, that's wonderful defending there by Niall Brigdale. And uh, Niall Brigdale has parted the danger for now. And now it's Pat Ryan, is it? Pat Ryan trying to get on the ball. And now it's um, number five for Scarif and it's, uh, it's uh, sure. 
Scott Cairns. Scott Cairns is first. He's first for into the game. No really. nonsense defending and, there uh, by Aaron Hayes. Good nonsense. Flaked out over the sideline by Hayes, the defender, as you said. Aaron Hayes, fullback, who looks to me like a decent. Yeah, Canaan and Patrick Ryan um, have swapped, swapped I, I numbers Patrick, also, I think. Patrick yeah. Ryan and, and Adam Canaan have different numbers as well. They have, they have different numbers, and it's hard to get track of all these numbers, but. Uh, yeah. We'll do the best we can as we yeah. go along. Anyway, the most important thing, the thing that our listeners need to know is that it's 21 and a half minutes gone and the scoreline reads eight points for Clarecastle, one goal and Pat, four for I'm not being critical here, but like, you know, the, the fact that there's no programme here is, you know, it's an under-21 county A semi-final and there should be a programme. You know, I, I know we go but down and we yeah. get the teams up the management, but you know they're not worried about the jerseys. They give us the fifteen. Of course, but you know by right there should be a program. Well, look at it. It's, it's a very, very important competition. Look at it's one of the best. Com- it's one of the best competitions in hurling. Incredible oh, squad. Oh, Twenty-four or five meters out, but over the bar the same as if it was in front of the goals and he had it in his hand. What a score! Uh, look at the class, the class lads. Look, we, we were expecting this, but and in their fairness, despite having outstanding defending by the Castle defence. Mark Rogers has still shown two moments of absolute magic in the game and uh, he's capable of showing a lot more. That's the castle break up inside now. Can Scarif, uh, the defence leader, uh, Ty Kevin is in there. And uh, the forward, the forward is it? Josh Bushing Wheelin is inside there as well. Yeah, Ocean Wheelin are fighting for but Scarif have done very well to lead this one again. It's Kevin again down the field. This time looking for Crotty. He hasn't been in the game for a little while now. Crotty and Tuohy having a great battle down there in the wing. And uh, can, and in fairness, the castle take it over. Tuohy again and Tuohy shown. Bit of class that he has, and this is a dangerous, dangerous body for Sean Collins. But he has a bit of time in his hands because uh, a brack was a little bit further than out. But Collins will really be into trouble. No, he gets the ball out to Sheedy. Sheedy you now has time to launch this one, and he's cleared at 70, 80 metres down to feed us. Going to Rory O'Connell is there again. Rory O'Connell reads the range, but he's lost this time, and he's broken. Oh, and that's pretty. Uh, Pull down there, and uh, this could possibly be a car, Joe Mullins. Uh, it looked like the Scarab man was through, but. Um, Pull down there by the defender, so uh, free in, an easy decision for Nigel. Give us Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan looked through. to be on the burst there, yeah. So um, free in for Scarra for the left hand side. This will be a Mark Rogers, a Mark Rogers effort. It'll, it's just uh, 20 meters, 22 or 3 meters out, slightly to the left, and uh, the score at the moment 1 5 for Scarra, 8 points for Claire Castle. This is a, a real chance for Scarra to take the lead as we go 23 minutes in, but there has been some stoppages for injuries and one or two other little incidents there uh, midway through the second, first half. So uh, there could be a lot of time in this half as Mark Rogers now steps up to the mark and try and get Scarif the lead again uh, by the minimum. So Mark bends lifts, strikes, and the result you'd expect, Mumpar's reaches with the white flag. So it's Scarif, 1-6, and Castle, 8 points, and it'll be a puck out for Kean Brodrick, who hasn't, apart from the shot that beat him, hasn't been put on, under any other pressure by the Scarif lads yet. No, no, I know no it was an incredible, unstoppable shot. Oh, it was. A no fair thought to Ian Baldrick, who, who gave the goalkeeping display of the year here, about last, when it was last August, or last July. Uh, brilliant display of goalkeeping in Spikegate. I think he saved about seven, if not eight, certain goals that day. He was outstanding, and uh, we know the class he has. In, with the, in of course, with the uh, Brian Lohan and his, and his squad uh, currently, and uh, deservedly so. Stoppage again in the game. Will a bit of uh, attention be given here in the middle of the field to one of the Scarlet lads. Can't see at the moment who it is. We'll see in a moment. So Joe Mullen has given plenty of time, and uh, again, as Cardiac referred to, there it's winter hurling. You will have knocks. It's actually Connor Downs, and really concerned about Connor because Connor has had a history of injuries. Great servant to Scarif underage and indeed junior and, and senior teams uh, the last couple of years. But uh, Connor now I think is go okay. The helmet will be on shortly. He's tying the shoelace, and uh, as I said, Connor Downs is someone you would, uh, on a human level, you wouldn't wish to have any more injuries for a long time because he has had his fair share, and. Uh, a super, a super horror for Scarif. So, 
O'Connor back in business. And the puck out will come from Kean Roderick. Let's see who Kean, uh, the referee, you know, is having a word with uh, Phil Wichinski. And uh, it's a name I was wondering about, about uh, having to pronounce. Not much ball. It's got up to the top of the left corner where, where Phil plays. But Phil uh, having a chat there with the ref. But I think it's OK. Phil is now marking. Uh, is it Pat Adam Conan, I think, is it? Uh, just to see who's on there. Adam Conan. Yeah, Adam Conan. Now, centre-back, Darryl Healy, bursting around the fence, taking after taking a shot, pole, drives it down the left side, but crosses it over to the other wing. A good-looking ball in, looking for Brack, but uh, Brack doesn't get there, and it's uh, Garochi with all the time in the world to pick it up and uh, break the tackle. In fact, an illegal tackle there by um, Brack, so it's going to be free out for Scala for Gunnlo, uh, in their own on their own 20-metre line. John Mullins taking his time to make sure he's out in position before I uh, let's know no, just thing as a quick free one five for um, Scarif, eight we had points. ten scores in the first eleven minutes. And it's dried up. We've only had good four yes. in the next seventeen. Yeah, one five to eight. Yeah, one six. That's again the scoreboard is wrong there again. So there's a lot of little grit, uh, gremlins at work today between numbering of the players and the scoreboard. Uh, he double checked. One six is Scarif. He, yeah. he saw the he saw the fifteen. <laughs> he looked at he looked at the it's like at the bottom part of the Leo small Dyle one was folded over. Leo Dial told me I'd have to give him a hundred like to, to start. <laughs> Mandaric, if you have more of those brown envelopes, they're always welcome in my place anyway. So, free out for, for Castle. I call it a free out, but it's been taken by Ocean Casey. And any free taken by Ocean Casey can be regarded as a free in. It's way back in his own half back line. This is 95 metres from the goal if it's one. And he strikes it very, very, very well with that breeze. And again, an absolutely superb strike from Oshin Casey. And uh, if they have a hero in Rory O'Connell in defence, and indeed Dara Healy and Aaron Hayes and those and David Toohey, well, they have a hero in a free taker in Oshin Casey, whose striking is top, top drawer. Free out, or a puck out now from Sean Tracy. Sean will go along again, not choosing his callbacks as much as maybe. McCall looking for the ball there. Oh, Lord, control almost by Shane Canada. But it's going to uh, Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan, can he get away? He's been pulled and dragged, but he seems to have the control. Oh, I love the control from Ryan. To Hartigan. Can Hartigan put it over from the right wing? That is a super strike, but it's caught inside by Broderick. He just finished under the crossbar of Broderick. He's very well controlled and he's cleared it out the right wing. He's going to play it away now by number 10. Number 10 is Connor helping Connor helping down low looking for his looking for his inside forward Brack but doesn't find Brack instead to find the defender. The defender is uh, is um, James McCall. It's James McCall and it's going to be cleared now by Connor Downs. Connor Downs down the left wing looking for Crotty. Can Crotty control this? The answer is no. I think it's knocked out uh, right in front of the, <laughs> I'd say that there was a, a wheeling uh, held there for the ball to go over the side. Frank Crotty sorry from about 15 of the of the Magpies subs and backroom boom team there. So right in front of them. And I suppose he has probably heard one or two little cries of, uh, don't fumble it, don't fumble it, Patrick. So uh, he did the first ball, yes, fumble in fairness. Line ball for Castle on the far side, just in front of their own. They got the old half. In the half line, David Tui takes the way. So only as far as Downs again coming into the game. Downs in the half back line. This time, James, a shortish one up, and it's going to go to Healy, who read it well in the, in the half back line for uh, Castle, but doesn't get it up the first time. And he has been robbed of the free there, yeah, a foul on Sean Collins, who in fairness is playing well for Scarif, uh, one of the, the, not the newer lads, but one of the lads maybe less sung about. And uh, Sean Collins doing well to win the free there, and uh, Joe Mullins not too happy with that free. No, nothing, nothing at all in it, only a little flick, but uh, it's nevertheless a free for Scarif and a chance for Mark Rogers to give him the lead again. Now Scarif, uh, Castle, you'll be lighter at 3-9 on the scoreboard there for momentarily, Derek. And now it's gone back to three points. Now it's gone back to no score. <laughs> Great fun watching the scoreboard, but not as much fun as watching the game, Kevin. No, Brian Torpy, I wonder, was he out last night or is he here at all <laughs> the way the, the scoreboard is operating today? 
usually a man who doesn't make too many mistakes, but uh, it mightn't be him. Well, he was driving out, as I write, he was driving out of the park in the car, so maybe uh, okay. somebody else. One six to nine, anyways, the score. Matt Rogers, He's 65 into yards it. out, central. Beautiful striking action. And so, what else would you expect? Only over the bar from Matt Rogers. Again, we sometimes take these three tackles for granted, and we shouldn't. Absolutely shouldn't, because it's. It's a huge skill and it's a great weapon to have in your arsenal, you know, and Mark Rogers has landed them and O'Shane Casey's landed them and look, there's nothing in it. A pint, pint is a good scarf of them. Tarcastle will be delighted because they've conceded a green flag and yet they're only one down. They've had one opportunity of a goal themselves with Josh Brack broke through. This is going to go down to the wire, you know, Pat. Unless Scarf are going to raise another couple of green flags, there will be nothing in this game. I'm very, very impressed with Clarecastle, Derek. Uh, that's not just because, just because you're here. They're showing it on the pitch what they're made of. Uh, good hurlers all over the field. Obviously, well, 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 well driven today to put up a performance. And Scarf are going to I suppose, maybe many time? probably would have done because there's just. 30 minutes well, now. He, he did a seminar last week in Qatar, so you know, <laughs> expect a lot. Well, we'll expect him. Oh, what, what a, a catch. catch! What a catch by centre back Healy for Clarecastle. And pulling uh, up with an enormous pressure. And does he win a free? I think he's won a free. Yes, he has won a free. Uh, John Mullins didn't seem to want to give the free initially because M uh, Mullins was the, uh, was the horse of a uh, shoulder sort of into his chest. Wasn't it 100% fair? By, I think it was Keehan. I'm not sure it was a Keehan. But anyway, either way, it is a free. It's the, again, he's having a. A chat with his linesman, the linesman with, will have the uh, will have the red nose. I think from that clash earlier with Keelan Hartigan, uh, but it is a free for Scarif, uh, for Castle, sorry, and it's right on the sideline here in front of the stand. It's about 60, 55 to 60 meters out, and Wells but Ocean Casey and the way he's been striking them, we won't put the hex on him. But it's one seven for Scarif, nine points for Castle at the moment, and don't be surprised if this game is level in the next 10 seconds as uh, Healy lines up and he has had to change his stance slightly and the referee is tootling the whistle to keep the backs honest and the forwards from getting involved down there. Healy strikes it absolutely beautifully. Or Casey, beautifully, Ocean Casey. Derek, some free taking. Oh, um, Pat, oh, Kevin, I should say. That's his fifth, fifth free, and one of them get better than the next. Um, he's just, he, he'd, miss, he'd miss one or two as well, but the freeze has got, they've gone from the sideline to his own, pretty much his full back line nearly yeah. to um, fantastic and so important uh, to keep that scoreboard taking over from Clare Castle yeah. perspective. Brilliant free. He might be saying to himself sometime, will I ever, get a, will I ever get a, give me free 30 yards out in front of the goal? Because he hasn't got one of those there, but he doesn't need to. And uh, maybe when he goes inside the challenge, Shane Cavan in Position. Uh, has had more positions, I'd say, than most kind of are going to look guys in the game. He's always making a foray into attack from wing back, being well chased by the centre field man, but he's into Trotty. Trotty is in the space. Off his left, over the bar from Trotty. He's back in the game again, Derek. He had a great start, and it looks like he's going to finish reasonably strong as well in this half. Yeah, it was great work by Shane Kavanagh. Look, he had the presence of mind to, to, to pop it. My man in the match for Scarlet, we're going to go so far, would be Shane Kavanagh. Uh, uh, and Castle, let's say, have two or three, in fairness to them. So, uh, it's Kevin again on the ball, but this time it's broken to the Clare Castle. Rory O'Connell, Rory is making a furry up the field. Maybe he thinks his job is done behind. To uh, Conor Halpin, Conor Halpin takes the shot from Fallow, but he's pulled it to the left. Probably a chance missed there, but again, in a game of this quality, we think any any shot that goes wide from 65 metres. Yeah, it's one that should have gone over, no question. But uh, under no pressure there, you're only 45 yards out, you know. Just compose yourself, plant your feet, and tap just it over. What does not you're spinning around, and this kind of spin gets you to pull the ball too far across the goal, and that's kind of what happened there. So we're 32 and a half minutes in. There's still a couple of more minutes to half time. Ball broke down. Conor Downs getting more involved in the game, and uh, as I said, Conor is a player who has been outstanding for the Scarlet Junior team in their in their foray through the Munster campaign there back in the spring down in Kilidi, outstanding in those games and uh, 
Here he is now with, or here is Gareth now in the middle of the in middle. Rod just picks it up in a crowd, breaks away. How did he get space there? I'll never know, but he the hand passes there to Crotty. Crotty is out of 20 minutes on the left hand side. Low, and it's got crossed the goal and wide. Oh, Key and Broadley didn't have to worry about that one. But uh, it was a half chance, Derek. Absolutely, and Rogers with a touch of genius, picking it up amongst eight players, and again had the vision to find Crotty. Crotty fired it low across the goal. Uh, you know, you can't fault him, and um, a, a lucky escape for Crotty. Pushing Wide from the middle of the field, uh, very, very, Derek. Now, okay. Kevin, you said Gershon Healy was a very physically strong player. He looks a powerful, a powerful unit. He's 17th in September, uh, yeah, for his age. For his age, he's, he, the strength of him, and it's obviously something he works on um, to, to develop that uh, the strength that he has. And outside of the strength, he's an exceptional hurler as well, and uh, one for the future for Clarkass. One for the future, no, one for the present, indeed, today, but one for the future, no question about it. And. I know it's going up to half-time, Derek, but, uh, you know, Clarecastle senior hurling team, maybe a little bit in the doldrums of while comparison to the 80s and the 90s, but you could pick out seven or eight lads on that pitch already that we know are going to start for them in the future. Yeah, I look, I, I think that the, the, the win against Whitegate in the senior relegation mm. final was a watershed moment. I just don't see Clarecastle struggling anymore at senior level. We have a crop of youngsters coming through, and, um, you know, I don't think we'll be competing at the top table just yet, but, uh, you know, we'll... If we can have a starter and stay out of, stay out of the doldrums. We'll do exactly. And Ocean, uh, just as he has been doing, Ocean Casey taps the ball over the bar there from just inside his own half. And uh, again, polite applause from the crowd. Uh, as I said, it's, it's just unbelievable good free taking from Casey. Yeah, and there's attention there. Was it Owen, uh, Owen Keane? I think it's been. No, it's the. Scott Kearns. Scott Kearns getting attention from Scott Ogunlo as well. But uh, game isn't held up. No, the book out has been taken by Sean Tracy. He's gone left. They've been shot this time to uh, Kavanagh, to Ty Kavanagh, and Ty gets it away. And up to up to Eden goes um, uh, Shane Kavanagh, but it's got all cheating now trying to break through. But Dave Ash put there, and the referee is, let's play go on, and it's uh, a little bit untidy over the far side, except now a breakthrough from, is there a breakthrough here for Slacastle? In goes Halpin, Halpin from the right wing. Does he get a shot in over the back? Oh, it's a great score for Slacastle from Conor Halpin. A bit of untidy play there on the right wing for a while, but Halpin broke through. How he picks it up at pace on a winter pitch, I'll never know, but a lovely score for Slacastle. Lovely, and his second score of the game, one it to... Um, well, it's one eight to ten points, I think, coming up to half time now. And so we have half time. No, we have half time. And uh, our score is one eight to twelve. Clarkson We have to double check again. The scoreboard is hopping around. I'm going to depend on my note takers here. One eight to twelve points. One eight for Scarif is eleven. Uh, in, in my sums, if I can remember them, Huge and 12 for Clarecastle. A massive score to give the lead at halftime. The, the, the it's a psychological moment. boost. Yeah, yeah, a psychological boost. And look, they'll be delighted. They've scored 12 times to Scarif's 9. The concession of the goal has kept Scarif in it. Clarecastle are hurling with a plum. They're moving the ball with pace. Rory O'Connell is doing a superb jump at the back. And I, I told Leo Dial during the week, Pat, that Clarecastle would come to play. And Leo believes every word you always say, Derek, we want to wait for sure. He always says that to me. If Derek says it, then it is gospel truth. No matter what he says. <laughs> but in fairness, you have a right on this one. I'm very, very impressed with Clarecastle. Scarif Ogunlo not doing a whole lot wrong. Uh, Mark Rogers, we can't be expecting to get four or five green flags every day. He goes out or two or three either, but he has still a half to do it. And uh, now I'm going to be just get a, a, a summation of the first half from one of our... One of our one of our great our, our great friends here on Clare Bay on, on Scarf Bay. Nearly <laughs> said the wrong radio station on Scarf Bay here. Uh, Seamus Hayes, uh, our, 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 the most famous uh, the most famous sports journalist in Clare, I suppose, and maybe in Munster. Seamus, first half, what do you think of it? An absolutely fantastic game, Pat. Uh, you know, I suppose there was a lot of talk during the week, and people were saying to be playing hurling this time of the year is wrong. Uh, and I suppose, in fairness, it's not the right time of the year for this particular championship because it's the championship where you see the 
players of the future, really. Uh, but look, at, we've been served, a, a real, served up a real classic here. Scores coming hot and fast on both sides. Powerful play. No quarter rest are given. Nobody pulling back. Uh, Hard-hitting, manly stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's a cracking game. And it's, we could be here for a little longer than the normal hour because, you know, there's all the signs of, a, a, of an extra time job here today. Infantino might have to put back the World Cup by a half an hour to potatoes <laughs> here. And uh, I'll check with Seamus if we're going back. We're going back to the studio shortly. But uh, so, Seamus, thanks for that. We might have a word with you again at uh, we might have a word with you again uh, at full time. And thanks for that, Seamus. And it is Scarra, uh, it is uh, Scarra Bay Community Radio. We're on. This is the station. Just to make it clear. Three seven to one eleven in favour of one Corofin. That sounds like a classic hot stage. That's probably half time, is it? Coming up to half time. Yeah, three seven. 16, 14 in favour of Rowan Corofin. A little bit as expected, but that game looks to be wide open as well. Wide open here also. 1-8 uh, for Scarrow with 12 points for Castle. Very enjoyable first half. Please join us again for the second as we hand you back to the studio. August March, Roy Rashko, Mark and Dolly. Welcome back to Buck Daily Power for the second half of this very, very enjoyable. On a semi-final between Faircastle and Scarif for Gunlow. At the moment, Faircastle lead by one point, minimum. 1-8 uh, for Scarif, uh, 12 points for uh, Faircastle. who have been playing exceptionally well that first half and uh, deserve their lead. Uh, Patrick Crosby, the star of the, the Scarif forward line, Shane Cavett playing very well. Uh, for Faircastle, it's been the story of Washington Casey, outstanding on the freeze at centre forward and indeed playing well in play as well. And the move of Rory O'Connell, named the corner forward, but back at the sweeper role, protecting the goal and the defence from the dangers of Mac Rogers, etc. Having a starring role back there as well. I'm also impressed with the likes of uh, 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 Darry Healy, maybe, and uh, a few others uh, in that in that Conor Bealden as well, and uh, Conor helping for Faircastle playing very well as well. But all to look forward to that was referee Joe Mullins about to throw in, and in the second half of the game, we'll press the timer here, make sure rough speed and straight away it's a free little push to the back there John Mullins gives the sign free for Scarroff uh, slight slight breeze in favour of Scarroff alone in the second half we think not a, not a game changing breeze by any means but uh, <coughs> as the far the line, the line flag on the on the far side there's blowing a little bit towards the Western zone so Mark Rogers you know, like, you know, it's, it's great to see now I know it makes no real difference but Mark Rogers is coming out for that free He's travelled 70 yards out and Aaron Hayes has followed him the whole 70 yards. Even though he knows he's hitting the free, he's still letting him know where sure. you go, I go. That's exactly what the, the good sticky defenders do. And the Macra's right in the middle, you could say, slightly, maybe hard to say his own half. Pretty central in terms of the of the pitch as well. And uh, he's lowish, is he going to make it? Just about two foot over the crossbar. That was a beautiful measured score from Mark Rogers. Again, we take it for granted, but that was a super free from Mark Rogers. So, scores are level, 1-9 to 12. Uh, in, in favour of nobody, and uh, the puck has been taken by Keen Roddick, lands in the middle of the field and uh, kicked up in the middle of the field. Portland Castle uh, struggling there. <laughs> uh, I think Sean Collins on the back of the, of the Clare Castle there. As a great winner, and a great winner for free by Clare Castle. And it was, uh, I'm not sure who won the free there because it was a total melee. The cornerback, uh, I'll let you Phil pronounce his surname. Oh, Phil Wojcicki. What a quiet first half. Not, in fact, Phil, oh yeah, no. Um, Aaron Hayes, it's our Mark and Matt Rogers, and anyway, that's, that's staying as it is. And it was Phil Wichinski who won a really hard air and free there. And it's uh, that man again, Ocean Casey, just um, outside the, sky, the 65 metre line. This is a, sh a shot free by his standards, but there is a slight puff of wind against him. So let's see, can Ocean put this one over? He's been striking them outstandingly, as we've said several times. But one and a half minutes into the second half, strikes it very, very well. And the same result over the bar. So Fantastic takes the lead again. And uh, 
this time Sean, Sean uh, Tracy, the pullback. I think that I refer to Sean Collins, what about so apologies to Sean with a fine first half, good puck out, one very, very good save as well from, I think it was Brack, or was it, was it, was it uh, Whelan, not sure at the time, but um, Sean Tracy pucks it out to the half forward line and it's picked up and a lovely hand pass out there from uh, Patrick Ryan to a lovely finish for Patrick Ryan. Uh, the win with the ball by Patrick Ryan and the the hand passed out to Sean Collins. This time it was Sean Collins, the midfielder, popped it over the bar, a fine score for Scarif. And, um, I think that's that, Scarif's first that score day. when it's not Crotty or Rogers, so that could, that could yeah. be huge for him. He's only the third person to add to their scoring list. Slightly overcarrying, was it overcarrying there? Oh, a throw, it was given a free against the Clacastleman for a throw, Joe Wallen says. It was uh, James Doherty actually uh, making ground across the field there. Looked like he was possibly fouled, but uh, Joe Mullins says he gave a foul throw, and Joe Mullins' decision will stand whether, uh, whether it's liked or not. And uh, I would have thought maybe that Doherty was entitled to a free, but uh, that's not how J Joe saw it. So it's a free for Mark Rogers, all about 65 metres out to the right hand side. And uh, <laughs> it's Mark Joe, has, Joe didn't endear himself earlier on in the year with one of these thrown hand passes. He disallowed the Clerk Hassel goal in the senior championship against Bradford, which would have kept him out of the relegation final. But, so, um, yeah, he, he just he, he's a stickler for this. You this just hand have to pass. Get, him, get him down to the training pitch and practice those really good strike hand passes, striking hand passes. I didn't oh, say it was an illegal pass. Pat. That's a yellow card for the Pat, manager. Pat, Pat Healy, I'd say. Is, is, it, is it Pat Healy? I'd say it probably is. <laughs> so Pat must have given uh, Joe a piece of his mind there. Joe obviously didn't like it so much. And that's the yellow card to the, um, to the clerk as selector. But anyway, Pat won't mind that. Uh, but it's. Uh, 60, or actually, he's a 65 metre free on the 65, exactly, for Mark Rogers. And um, if uh, Ocean Casey has been scoring them at one side, while Mark Rogers has been doing it at the other, maybe not quite as regularly, not as many frees for Scarif as for Catholic Plot. But uh, Mark now is ready to take this. Can he get Scarif to lead it again? Familiar, familiar pose, and this time Mark has done what is very, very unusual, and he's pulled it to the left and wide. The quick puck out is taken to Rory O'Connell, who's standing in a car back position, his sweeper, and he's delivered way down the field. Uh, the Franky and Brodick, uh, well placed to O'Connell, and now it's in the potential half forward, but it's picked up by Garochini, bursting out of the fence as well he can, and a good strike for Sheedy, long, long one, but it's too long for the forwards. Uh, inside there was a Liam Crotty, but he won't make it, it's Keen Brodick at his ease, out to um, David Tuohy, David Tuohy is carrying it forward, gives the hand pass, should he have, and he shouldn't because it's been picked up by 21 for Scarlett, I'll let the fight out who lays at the moment. Um, and Scarlett won the three there, fouled by the quarterback on the Scarlett forward, but uh, uh, just a wrong decision there by Healy to give the hand pass, he should have driven that ball down the field and he does so It must have been a sub at half time, 21. But 21 for Scarlett, which we can, we didn't get no. numbers beforehand, so we'll try and no, Number 21 is coming from Adam Canan as far as Adam I can Canan see. He's been missing, yeah, so it's 21 for Scarlett. We'll 21 for 15. Jim, we might be able to find a whole 21 for Scarlett, he's going to get a chance. Uh, so we have the information, Mark Rogers, a bit of free, uh, 55 metres out, left hand side, just uh, outside, uh, just uh, sent here, but with a perfect view, but we'll know Would if it's going over. Would it be Aino O'Brien? It could be, it could be Aino, but I would have surprised if Aino didn't start. Oh, Mark, it's very low, and again, it's about two foot over the crossbar, but it goes over the crossbar, that's the important Thanks thing. Beautiful image of free, by, beautiful image of free, by Mark Rogers. So now it's 111 for Scarif, that's 14 points, 13 for Scarif, for Clare Castle, five and a half minutes into the second half. And if we said this game might go to the wire, well, it showed all the signs of it again early in the second half. Long way to go, as we know, and uh, Clare Castle has come to play, as we said. This time, Joe Mullins, we thought he was giving feet to Clare Castle, but he's changed it to a free for Scarlet for going low on the middle of the field. Matt Crowder's making his way across, and Mays is making his way across. 
uh, as a shadow, just like the shadow is, falling a bit from here, uh, just to make sure that Mark isn't going to do anything quicker, he's not going to take a pass for somebody and run through through the middle of the field. So Aaron Hayes, sticking like glue, as Derek pointed out, and it's just very noticeable that he's not going to let Mark get involved in anything, anything uh, unusual or anything quick, uh, I suppose. We know Mark is capable of anything, or someone could give him a quick, a quick free take it to him and he burst through and rattled the net. But uh, he is making sure that doesn't happen. Mark strikes it again, it's low, and he's going to make it, and it does again. Two feet off the crossbar. How he can do that from 60 or 70 metres out beats me. Kevin, you know, those frees are just getting over the crossbar. Yeah. And they're measured. And even though he's missed one as well since half time as well, which is very high. Actually. Yeah, that oh, one went yeah. high, so he's trying to adjust for that. He scored the last two, so whatever works for him, but. It's working and it's a beautiful free take and it's over the bar. It's like, uh, good, good work, work by the defence there. Mark now trying to stop his man coming out, but uh, the defender doing very well. And Mark fouls his fouls the defender there. I think it was maybe Nigel Wigdale. And Nigel Wigdale has won a free for Sir Castle in the road half back line. Foul there by Mark Rogers. So the score line was 12 for Scaroff. It's 15 13 for Claire Castle. That's two points, and there hasn't been that. It is Ian O'Brien. I told and, you uh, I was an adopted East. Leo died said I was an adopted East Clare man. I, I, I called it as Ian O'Brien. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, we have to be sure about those things. We want to be certain not to give anyone. And you're doubting me again. Wrong name. Don't no, no, I wouldn't doubt you. I wouldn't doubt you. <laughs> Any further than I throw you in the, the Derek? <laughs> I wouldn't throw you far at all. Three for Claire Castle. Well struck all the way down towards the 20 metre line. Up they go, Kevin. He's going to break inside. Rochi is about to pick it up. No, he's not. There's a pressure on him now at the moment. And uh, there's a few, there's a belief players around this now to go either way. Uh, I see uh, Halpin trying to get up there from Kilcastle. And now it's, uh, it's Connor Downs who's in there. Uh, trying to make it, uh, this is all, Conor Downs has picked it up, but after the melee, Conor Downs, no better man to fight for the ball and get it in a tight decision, gives the hand pass away to Keehan, Keehan now bursting out, can he get through the tackle, oh he's given it away, the hand pass goes to three, and it's now, uh, again, a melee develops, and this, this is all in the scale of half-back line, but out comes, uh, in fairness to uh, uh, Keehan, he makes up for his error and wins the ball, gets the hand pass out, and now it's at the far side of the field, and we're blocked here by the, Patrick Crotty, Crotty wins the ball, gets it back, back to um, Sue Cairns, Cairns down the field, Skirms is a quite, quite enough game, a really good senior senior campaign for Scarif. Mark draws a beautiful pass from Rogers inside. Inside. Sean Collins busting through, but he's held up well by the defence, and it is a three. Has one three. Fabulous pass from Rogers into uh, uh, Sean Collins, who is playing well in the middle of the field. Kirkasta's in discipline. Kirkasta's discipline is going to is, is going to pot really here, Pat. Um, Mark Rogers will tap this over, and that will be his fourth free. You know, yeah. I'm only inside eight minutes, like you know. So Kirkasta really need to look at this. I suppose I can imagine maybe Connor McNamara giving a little bit of the hair dry reaping to Scarif lads that put up in their game at half time. A few of them were, you know, quite enough in that first half, maybe expecting it to happen rather than making it happen. 20 meter free for Mark Rogers, and uh, if this is tapped over, it just puts uh, maybe a little bit of a gap in it. Um, no, it, it's looking like you know, 113 to 13 points, so three points in, and a four point turnaround in the, in the nine minutes since half time. So Scarif will be happy with their start to the second half. Amount of frees that have been conceded by Clare Castle, like Derek referred to, has been no board as well and has brought Scarf back into the game as Patrick Ryan takes a shot. That was pick up for Ryan, but his tail well wide, with a lovely pick up on the road. Clare Castle, that's the last two short puckles that have gone awry, one over here and one here to the right inside. Yeah. Clare Castle be better served now, launch it down long and try, you know, launch it down here to Oshin Casey and Oshin Whelan. And Phil Wyginski has got the job of marking the very lively Ian O'Brien and Ian O'Brien will not weaken this team in any shape or form. Again, had a super junior campaign. Uh, I saw the three or four times with him and a fabulous one. Had his share of injuries as well. So uh, Phil Wyginski, uh, I love saying that name, uh, I think. Uh, on Ian O'Brien, 
interesting to see how that one goes. Got a lot of cheating, got a lot of break attacking. We have all the way to Canada, out of the parents. Uh, down the field, looking for the corner forward, but it's not going to find him, and it's cleared away very, very well by the fullback uh, down there for, for um, the half forward by now. Again, the battle out here for the ball, and uh, plenty of lads in there looking for. Oh, that's great work by the defender, gets the distance away. It was. Um, Shane Cavanagh. Shane Cavanagh again, having a, a super game. Ball breaks to Patrick Ryan. It's a lovely, lovely ball. A lovely, delicate pass across the field, but it's been lost. It's been lost by um, by Keenan Hartigan on this occasion. But it's going to break to Crotty. Crotty down the middle of the field. Crotty to 65. Off his right hand side this time, he takes a shot. And this is going wide. Just wide. The uh, umpires looked, had a long, hard look at it. Uh, Patrick Crotty from the far side. Had a fantastic start to the game. Got a nice point also. Just 10 minutes into the second half. 10 minutes in the second half, Pat. Clarecastle only scored an Ushin Casey free after two minutes. You know, they're struggling to win possession. Scarif are much in the ascendancy, and the next couple of minutes will be huge bearing if Clarecastle can just stay in touch. You know, have a free, yeah, have a free, you know. And, uh, it's lots of free against them, and they're incensed by it. <laughs> they are was the other way again. Uh, in the game, we'll just say that Scarif, this Scarif Bay broadcast brought to you uh, in association with Tom Collins Engineering. Uh, we thank Tom very much for supporting us. And, uh, we have listeners today in the UK, in Germany, in the Netherlands, in Spain. So um, maybe we're out, outnumbering the World Cup in popularity. I think it's Derek Stolzer tones. It's, in, it's interesting. The Seamus Hayes just here. Just George Hamilton is Derek Darmer. They want to hear him. Seamus Hayes yeah. has just pointed out to me, and he's he's actually correct. Since Pat, Pat Healy came on and berated Joe Mullins and got the yellow card. Yes. Every single decision has gone Scarf going his way. Whether correctly or not, and we're just pointing it out that, you know, he's given a couple of dodgy frees there now. A very pertinent point, I think. 100%. Uh, Scarif, I, I thought it was a couple of frees going the other way. The Scarif haven't got put again. Joe Mullins is close to the action. And we know referees are, always, are nearly always right, Derek. Uh, free for Mark Rogers, just inside his own half, right hand side, maybe five, four metres in from the sideline. This is a tricky one. He has a slight, as we say, slightest breeze behind him. Uh, and those things do make a difference in the long freeze. Look at this one, has gone well higher and has it, but say result, he's pulled it to the left again, I think. Mark will go, we'll go back to his ring and put him a foot over the bar for the barrel out, uh, Kevin. I, I, I think he will, as Jack has some technical Puck out again, Pat, and they've been turned over. With, uh, well, uh, they have won a free this time, yeah. They have they've won a free, yeah. which is uh, maybe contradicting Derek's <laughs> point a minute ago. Well, I think the crowd were insisting that free was given, and it was a free out in fairness. He was put over the sideline, but not legally. Uh, the, 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 is, that was Rory O'Connell, I think, actually, put it, over the sideline. It has been notable, though, the sharp puckers that Kirkastle have attempted have broken down, whereas the, the one pucker that I remember since half time landed here in Oshie Casey's hand in front of us. Uh, Oshie didn't use the ball very well, but Oshie Casey, the hand that he has, it might be the, the better option rather than putting their cornerbacks or wingbacks under pressure. But I suppose in, in, in Keen Roddick's uh, defence, Ro, uh, Rory O'Connell has been doing so well uh, bringing the ball out of the defence there all during the game, as that has been. Anyway, free from the halfback line, taken by. Uh, Darryl Healy, just now, right into the edge of the square. This is a Dave's ball. Anything can happen here into Forest of Players. It's come to ground, isn't it? It's in the exact position. Can't get away. Can't get away. Free. Oh, Joe Bullock will not pick up the Christmas card from Clarkastle. Too many of them because he gives a free out for overcarrying. James Darryl Healy with a great catch. Darryl, yeah. He was yeah. swarmed with the defence. I don't think they did anything wrong. Bit harsh to pull him for the overcarrying. He didn't give him much time, but look, Clarkastle. I have to realise it's winter hurling. We're a week before Christmas. Sharp puckouts do not work at the best of times. Never mind during, never mind during the winter. They send the ball long and send it into the danger zone. 
Wise words indeed there, Nick, and I think we'd have to agree with you if Patrick Trotty fails to connect that one, but it's picked up instead by Rory O'Connell. This man has had so much possession of the game, and he's gone about 15 metres on a run, and he's taken a shot from the middle of the field. If this goes over, it's an inspirational score into the hands of Sean Tracy. They have a reliable Sean, drives it down the field again, goes long, direct, looking for Crotty, and Rogers both out there. Rogers knocks it down, but in, got into the path of Crotty this time. It's the defender who seems to be uh, one way this, but it's Crotty, could maybe just at the second, the second position. No. It's still there. Rogers up. Can he get it up in the Forest players? We've seen him doing it before. Not on this occasion. The defence looked to have this one, and it's well won by well won inside. Free out? No, no free out there. And there's a sub in for Castle. Sam Brown. Sam Brown is coming for Castle. Yeah, Sam is the man with the yellow helmet. But it's picked up in the middle by uh, by Liam Crotty this time. Liam Crotty is back to back to the cousin Patrick, and the shot from far out by Kavanagh is going to make it. No, it makes it 20 metre line, but it's well stopped inside by the fullback. And out comes the defenders with the ball, and it's going to be with his pressure put on there. Sean Collins, but Sean Collins playing very, very well for Scarlett. Gives the hand best to Hartigan, just behind him, and he was deflected the first time. Hartigan still fighting for the ball, but from Scarlett, for good and hard in the right part of the field. Inside the 50 metre line, free out for Clarecastle. This time, Joe Mullins sees I'm trying to see who went off for Clarecastle here, um, you know, yeah, past, uh, Sam Brown's yeah. after coming Sam on, but I, I just can't see who came off yet. Is James Doherty still there? James Doherty's still here, yeah. I, th I think it, I think it could be Evan O'Connell. I think it could be number nine. Fifteen minutes gone, second half. One thirty to thirteen in favour of Scarif in a game brought to you. So uh, yes, it is. It's Evan O'Connell. Evan O'Connell. So. I don't see nine out in the field for Clarkassi. Again, really much in the game today. A lot of the time he's been showing leadership in this game. Ian O'Brien ball in his hand. He can stick over his shoulder. Over the bar from Ian O'Brien. Well, he said Patrick Crotty's ended up for him. He said Ian O'Brien wouldn't be for them. And that's how it's running out. Um, no, he's, he's been, he has been involved in the game since he came on. So, what is it? 114 to 13 points. Clarkassi have only scored a point since half time. Yeah, great 15. catch in the middle of the field. By, sorry, uh, Kevin. By, um, Connor Halpern there, Connor Halpern for Clarecastle, but yeah, he doesn't make any headway with it, and now it's uh, Hartigan. Hartigan out to Connor Downs, Connor Downs breaking on the left side, Kelly put it over, Connor Downs had a beautiful strike, and he just pulls in nicely inside the right hand post. Hartigan combining the Downs there for a lovely score, Derek. Yeah, look, it's all Scarif at the moment. You know, they've now seven points to wind about score, Clarecastle in 15 minutes. Clarecastle are really struggling, and if. Uh, you know, they're probably in green flag territory already. Um, and, you know, we were talking about wins. The wind doesn't win games. I haven't said that. I think the breeze, slight effect there. It's it's carrying ball for Scarlet maybe into the danger zone. That'd be easier. And uh, yeah, but I think... points and play. I think Clarecastle's approach half. in the first half, look, worked. They were able to work it out. But in the second half, they should be going route one. Kevin even said it there. The one long puck out, Ocean Casey plucked it. Yeah, he didn't utilise it well. The one long ball into the square, James Doherty plucked it. Cut for overcarrying, but if you keep knocking on the door, you know that's the approach I'd be going. The short style is not working, especially right now. Cold, you know, Sunday before Christmas. Go long, go direct. You're absolutely right because, uh, as you said, cold hands and sticky ground. Too many, too many opportunities for mistakes to be made, and and too many. And Murphy's law will usually come in in those situations, but that can go wrong. Will go wrong if you're playing the ball around your defence. So, yeah. Uh, and what Clarecastle should be doing is trying to win ball in the half hour line and try to win freeze for Ocean Casey to be tapping them over like he was in the first half. So, uh, the wise men up in the stand know it all, of course, but anyway, that's, that's how we're reading it at the moment. So, puck out. It's the first out. you ever call me wise, Pat. <laughs> uh, three, wise, three wise men here today. And, oh, and, and, oh, yeah. and my oh, yeah. down to our left, even. <laughs> You're leaving me out, so. <laughs> puck out has been taken into the half back line. Uh, Crotty goes up, doesn't win this one. Brown pulled there by Healy for uh, Castle and uh, ball touched on the ground, so it's going to be a free. 
Seems to be FIFA at Clarecastle, and it's going to be taken by, of course, I presume Ocean Casey will make his way to it. Yes, I had a message, I had a message there from Claire's best referee, Rory McGann, telling me to go easy on Joe. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think I've been over the top now, in fairness. I know, Joe. Uh, like, like all the referees in Clare, he gets most of the calls right, and we'll always discuss Bonsby things are different, but that's, that's human nature. Ah, yes, Kirkass is in discipline, has let him down at the start of the second half. Every referee who gives a service to referee games and make sure we have games going ahead on time and referee properly and everything else is vital to the game. Without him, we don't have it as she is. Washington Casey, as in the first half, nonchalantly puts that ball over the bar. It's now 115 for Scarrow. Sarkas's first score in 16 minutes. It could, it could prove the launching pad if they could just get another one. Stay within the one score mark. I know it'll be a goal, but stay within that one score mark. We bring it again down to the wire. Did say go along and try and win the freeze. If it, it served them well in the first half. Oh, Connor Downs with a great lockdown on Rory. And Rory O'Connell. Connell got up to the left corner. Now, can he step a low ball across looking for Rodgers? Does he find Rodgers? Has bro oh, nearly broke. To Rogers. That's now, outstanding defending by Aaron Hayes. Aaron Absolutely Hayes. outstanding. Three different scarlet marks. It looks like they were going to come on the ball and possibly bury it. But Hayes came out, ensured they had the ball, fruited them all the time, and cleared it. And that has made. What a score! What a score, Pat! Absolutely bright inspiration from Aaron Hayes, the full back. Brian Lohanesk is what it reminded me of. Broke the ball out to Conor Halpin, who took it on and took a fantastic score from the middle of the field. His top point to get. He prevented a, point to prevented a certain goal, goal with a flick. The ball broke. He blocked. He hooked the player. <laughs> then he ran on and flicked it out to himself. 50 yards solo, popped it to Halpin over the bar. That score is worth any admission fee alone. Savage score. Brilliant, brilliant score. And uh, I'd say Conor Downs was saying, I could have tapped over a point there for myself. <laughs> but the deniers watching, I really crashing on through the middle well blocked down by the defence and it looked like Scarab uh, Castle getting the tails up getting the bit down again this is going to be cleared again by Healy bursting out with defence can he get away oh a hard shoulder but it's into the chest not given by yes Joe Ball does give it eventually and now it's the Scarab for good low uh, people are a bit annoyed because they figured that was a reasonably fair shoulder and uh, in fairness, the right call there, Rory Collins got a shoulder into the chest from number nine from, from Scarf of Gunner, Sean, Sean Collins. Collins, who has been playing well, yeah, in fairness to Sean The right Collins call. But just shows how momentum swings as well. Um, in the first 10 minutes of the second half, Scarf of Gunner got the momentum thanks a lot to Freeze. Now, momentum has swung. Aaron Hayes' intervention there a minute ago, ball broke out, Conor Hampton got get a great score. Great score. Rory Collins wins the ball. Comes out of defence, wins a free. So the pressure's on Scarf and now to, to defend this long range free that's going to land in around the edge of the square, I'd expect. 115 for Scarf. Is it 14 for Sir Castle? 15 at the moment. It's, uh, jumping again, the scoreline has gone hit the, the board. 115 to 15. So it's just three, three in it. And uh, one score, and uh, Rory O'Connell with a free from his own half back line. He won the free himself. And it's from his own halfback line right in front of the stands here. And uh, this will land in around the danger area, we expect. Yes, it's gone pretty high. Santa was out on the practice run, he'd nearly be hit by that one. Uh, and it's knocked out well by the defence there, and it's going to be picked up. It's going to be picked up by, by oh, Kevin, he doesn't get it up. But Garot, Garot, uh, Garot, all right, Matt Rogers is very, very well back in his own halfback line, picks up the ball, delivers it into the, 
to the full forward line. Patrick Shotty can't get it out, and out comes the defender. The Castle defender gets ahead, best away. To Rory again. Rory has had more positions than, than the Vite had had. Hot pinners, I think. And lovely flick is beautiful. Helping. Lovely ground pass to help him there. Can he make ground up the left and get over the bear? He's taken on Cavada off his hurley over the cross the goals and wide. Unlucky. That deserved to score, Derek. It did, and it's a poor wide. And look, he's, he's landed two superb scores, but he's also had two poor wide. If you could just bring a bit of consistency to his shoot, you know, he'd improve his game tenfold. But look, Kirkcastle have settled a bit. We have nine minutes to go on the clock, plus whatever's left. There's only the green flag in it. You know, and who would have thought coming down here? Scarfagun was such a dominant force at under 21 level that Kirkcastle, who were well beaten in round one, would be putting up a performance like this. And it's Sam, Bro Sam Brown making an impact. Sam gets the pass away and it's delivered down the field again. Correct out for Kirkcastle. Looking for, oh, stick inside nicely by uh, Oshin Wheelan. Oshin Wheelan, Oshin Wheelan breaking inside. There's four defenders hanging off him. Can he get the free? Yes, the free has been given, but he takes it off there and the advantage free. What a score by Whelan. He plays there already and deservedly so Kevin. A fantastic score from Ushin, as I said earlier, man for the future. But 17 year old showing great leadership there, really had to win a 50-50 ball against against the cornerback, won it and took responsibility. He could have maybe play for his free, which he was probably entitled to, but took took the score over his shoulder and uh, a great score, 115 to 16 points Pat, with about eight minutes of normal time left. And, and just an update from, from Tubber for the under-21A game between Ryan Corfin and Ina Kilimona. The other semi-final, uh, Ryan Corfin are four points up, which is probably following expected lines there as well. And so they're in injury time there, Kevin. They're in injury yeah. time. Okay, so four points on it. So it looks four, like, but we won't, uh, you never know. Looks like maybe Corfin, uh, Rowan, uh, sort of expected by the general consensus. Uh, with Ryan Kilimona have to them, obviously, going by that scoreline. And uh, certainly, Castle putting it up to Scarif are going to go here. Uh, one 15 to 15 and uh, 150 to 16 points, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, two point margin all to play for. We're 23 and a half, 23 minutes and a half into the second half. And uh, Clare Castle really, really after a low after half time when maybe they didn't go direct enough have taken the advice of the wise men. Instead, and Steve Conte came back into the country and, and getting scores. Yeah, Holland's yeah. a simple game, and when you play it simple, you do good stuff. Rogers carries an awful long way, but no one inside is there. Oh, uh, Mark Rogers goes up, he doesn't get it this time. Mark is having a quite low second half by his amazing standards. Now, Connor Downs can Connor win this one. He got a soft free, and uh, I think that's an unlucky free to give away. The, the defender was reaching for the ball, and I think Connor. I'm glad it's you that's given out this time because if I send and roll him again, it'll be on to me again. But I suppose you could also say technically it was a free, and I suppose, you know. We love games where the referee lets it flow a bit and doesn't give all little technical touches. But having said that, and in fairness, the foul you know. happened about 10 yards further out here to the <laughs> touchline. Uh, Mark has uh, diligently that brought that it back in. Mark, we should bother Joe Mullins. <laughs> He's kept this over. Slow! Go home for Scarif! Mark Rogers executed a few times. Has hit the freeze really, really low. We knew that wasn't going to make it. And Keen Brodick somehow gets beaten under his crossbar. Got a hurl it went. Just a dipping shot. Now, did Mark intend it? He'll say he did. Paul Flint took Came off Aaron Hayes. Is poor, uh, poor Aaron Hayes. He came off his hurley. Yeah, uh, came off his hurley. Yeah. Actually, yeah. But, but uh, I know Paul Flint took one one time again in the Muster final. Was it against Cork? I can't remember. It was against Cork for about 25 metres. Give a top spin. Mark will say he did the same thing. And we know he's capable of it. Kevin. Intentional or not? I think it was intentional, yeah. He was he was testing them out. I don't think it was intentional. He said every free low. Just underneath the crossbar. Stay neutral. It was a goal for Scott, but it's a significant goal as 2 15, 16 points. Just as Castle had really worked the way back into the game. And uh, 
game goes on. 25 minutes gone. Oh, is that the blow of Clare Castle? Uh, belt is, is going to be is it going to be a mortal blow. Scalavan wouldn't lie in the position. I think it's crazy. We have another stop here from Clare Castle. Donald has grown into this game since the first five or ten minutes when he was quieter and he really has been effective in the game. Now Rogers with position out the left hand side. Beats his man off his left hand side. Does this go there? Ah, there's the chance again. Look at the scoring a goal like that. Intentional or not intentional, it gives you a lift. And a player like Matt Rogers, Eric, doesn't need much of a lift to put over a point like that. No, he doesn't, no. And look, it's probably game set and match to, to Scarra for Gunlow at this stage. You know. 16 to 16, the castle position. Again, Connor Dowd's worked and he socks off. Lovely picked up by Patrick Ryan. Can he get away this time? Looking for, oh, he gives a sky in towards, and do you know something? Uh, is uh, Keelan have to get, go to get into this? No, Brodick is out. Brodick does very well to control it. And Keelan Brodick, will he win a free? Looks like he should nearly, but he's cleared it away, not too far. And uh, over there is the defender, Niall Rigdale should get this. Niall Rigdale surely fouled, free out for Scarra, free out for Clarecastle from the Royal Conference. It's young Scott okay, Brack has come on for Clarecastle. Scott Brack, wearing number 13, he's back, I think, yeah. Scott Brack has come on. I just don't know who has come off. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm looking to see. I'm not sure who has come off yet. I think it could be Connor Halpin. No, he's still out there. No, he's still out there. Yeah. But anyway, game goes on. Free out for Castle. And uh, John Mullins giving the instructions there. Scott Fogunlo, give a sub coming in as well to try and catch who that is. As soon as we can. Again, now we weren't able to get numbers for the game because selectors didn't seem to be know what numbers off is coming. Sean Collins, the White Hot has had a fine game for Scarlet for Gunlow. And uh, we'll find out who that's going to be again for Scarlet for Gunlow. Again, we'll give the job to Jim or uh, somebody, uh, but we'll, we'll try and leave that to you. Uh, what number? Yeah, what number came on for Scarlet? 17. Not sure, we'll have a look. Green for Clare Castle has been taken and it's landed inside. It's the Castle position. It is the sub number 30 for Clare Castle. It is Scott Frack. Can he get away? Yeah. Uh, he's outnumbered there by defenders and it's uh, eventually half cleared away. This time it's going to Rogers. Can Rogers get a tap on it? Oh, good pressure on him. Good pressure on Rogers by fullback Aaron Hayes, who to me in my mind is a decent, decent, decent prospect. And a shot taken, a snapshot by Ocean Casey. Doesn't go over from th on this occasion. He's been brilliant to freeze Ocean 19 Casey. is nice number service. 19. If we can figure out who 19 is yeah, for Scarra. We'll get Jim working on that because, uh, as I said, we didn't manage to get them before the game. Uh, Management were, were very caught up with trying to get those things sorted. And uh, again, Another as you said, it would be lovely to have a, to have a program. Uh, Another sub for Derek and have the uh, numbers, players play numbers, but we Barry didn't have the programme, so uh, I'm just going to put it at the moment. Mark Rogers trying to win that ball for Gloria O'Connell. Rogers, ooh, a little snap down, he's already there, but he got, got away with it. Rogers seems to win on the second chance. Ball inside is going to be short. He's going to land on the edge of the square. Is the field inside? Goal from Ryan. Oh, great feeling. Rogers, the ball inside is perfect. And Matt Rogers has gone down in the middle of the field. Now, okay, the goal stand is a great goal for Scala Fagullo, and that should be the game. But Matt Rogers has gone down in the middle of the field, and this is a concern, Kevin. There'll be serious concern in both Scala Fagullo and Clare concerns if Matt Rogers is injured. Well, hopefully, nothing serious. We, we know that this time last year, Mark. Earlier, earlier on this year, Mark spent a long number of weeks out because of a serious knee injury, so hopefully it's nothing like no, that. Oh, look at he, that. He's, picked, he's picked himself up off the ground, putting the helmet back on, so he, he's looking fresh and looking Many healthy. listeners concerned family or otherwise, Mark has bounced up again, just a momentary thing, and he looks like he's perfectly in good health again. And, and Patrick Ryan finished the goal inside, great goal great as well. Great great by Ryan inside. Yeah. High ball from Rogers. I, thought, I think he may have been more for the bite, and then again he may have been looking for it. He knows Ryan is good in the air. Either way, a great finish by Patrick Ryan, who had by, by his standards maybe kind of quiet enough in the game. Uh, now, 
obviously 316 to uh, 16 317 points. actually 317 yeah, to 16 points I think good to have uh, good uh, penmanship on both sides to be here to keep me on track 316 I have it at 316 316 oh, that's no. and when the middle here I have it at 316 16, yeah. no no myself and Seamus have the 316 anyway Either way, it looks like Scallops there. Rory Con now has gone forward and he's breaking inside. Rory, this man can play anywhere. He's breaking inside. There's their pass inside. Oh, and a go. Oh, it's a bit close. Why? It's just gone wide. It looked like it was in the back of the net. It couldn't be missed. Oh, a super run from Rory Con. Gave the ball inside too. I think it was Brack. But I'm not sure it was a Brack or not. Either way, uh, no score gone wide. So the score remains. I mean, the trust is in uh, as my left hand side here. 316 to 16 points. And the goals. Again, we say would Mac Rogers get a goal, or Patrick Ryan has got one, uh, Trotty, Patrick Trotty has got one, and Mac Rogers got a most unexpected goal from the free. And the consensus is that he may well have intended it, and then again, it may not have. Oh, what a catch from Rogers! And then the pink outside with his hand to, to, um, to Keelan Hartigan. Keelan is muscled over by, uh, Sam, uh, by um, Barry Morrissey. Barry Morrissey this time, the sub is in for Castle, and Barry, the moment, doesn't mean but it's uh, Scalvin, one long position. Yeah, O'Brien from 63 metres out, lovely strike from O'Brien. Left and wide. So, uh, good strike from O'Brien, they're unlucky. And now there's another Scalvin for no injury. Left and and a full-time score from the other semi-final in Tobor, uh, 317 to 118 in favour of Rowan Corfin, the North Clare amalgamation. 317 to 118, so a uh, good battle from up there by Nikilimona, as you'd expect, but I suppose the, the class of uh, Classical Ward Corvin has shone through. Is, is Mark Rogers going off here? He looks like he's yes. He's hitting for the sideline, and uh, that's probably precautionary. Did we find out who number 19 is for Scarif? Uh, we didn't yet. Jane will find out who number 19 for Scarif is if we get a chance there. Uh, I simply don't, uh, don't want to hazard a guess. Uh, we need Leo here for that. Neil all these lads, all these lessons were about seven years old from watching them play in mini, mini games. Uh, Conor Downs is making his way to the sideline as well. Is it just that they're giving runs to lads? Which we assume the scoreline is such that Scarlet are going to are out of danger in this case. Fair play to Sir Castle made a really good batch of this for, for about 57 or 8 minutes. But uh, I suppose the goal from the free there has made, has made, has made a big difference and uh, that really has been Scarlet for going Confidence to go on and uh, tack on a few extra scores. No cornerback Niall Brigdale, no fault of his. Kicked off the ground it, by, um, by uh, Owen Keegan, but he got away with it. Patrick Ryan bursting through and inside is Trotty on his own. Must be a goal if he gets it up. Breaks inside the goalkeeper and finishes with a plum back in the net. But I think it's uh, kind of uh, just uh, window dressing at this stage. Uh, uh, Castle defenders had not been caught out the field. And it fails to put the ball really between Ryan and Crotty. And uh, that old term of, of forwards finished with Crotty's uh, second goal. Well taken. Uh, he had rather had to come out and he rounded, he rounded the ball rather than low. So uh, free out for Scarf from the road half-back line and uh, you'll be hoping for Castle take now to keep their discipline because it has been a really, really quality game. Castle have done their club proud uh, for a team who are not given much of a chance coming in. I think they match Scarf for Gundalow for three parts of the game and uh, played outstanding hurling and uh, we just hope now they'll keep their discipline and uh, nobody does anything silly because... Uh, in fairness, have, in fairness well this game was in the melting pot until the 55th minute when Mark Rogers' fortuitous free deflected in off Aaron Hayes. And in fairness, look, Scarf for Gundalow since that have 
have tapped on another 2-1. Um, you know, but Clare Castle, I don't think anyone who's here can justifiably say they deserve to be beaten by 12 points. 100%. You know, but um, goals win matches and, and uh, Scarf Gunla and Corrafin Ren now will be a test under 21A final next Friday at 1 pm. Mark Rogers has got one ten. One ten for Rogers, yeah. I suppose, as you say, what else is new? Um, but he's gone off. He's gone off now. When he's he getting the ball in this game, as uh, as uh, an attack through the middle. Can they finish with a, can they finish with a score here? Free and yes, the free and has been won back. Like the ball has been finished to the net well after the whistle has blown. So we'll see where they go for the and it's. Owen Heffernan has come on for Scarlett Thanks for that, Jim. And out of um, Mark Rogers' 110, he scored sidelines, he scored points from free, a point from, point from play, and a point from free. So, and a goal from a free. Go, from a free so. 110 from Rogers, and I think, I think 2 4 from Patrick Crotty. Uh, two, so two, three. I have two, three. Yeah. Well, I won't. I won't doubt you on that one. <laughs> we cannot decide here if uh, Mark Rogers' goal from the three was fortuitous, as Derek says, or intentional, as Kevin says. Maybe we'll ask Seamus at the end of the game see what he thought. So uh, we'll, we'll give the casting vote to Seamus at the end of the game. Three uh, in for, for Ocean Casey on the twenty-one yard line. He's going to bury it if he can. Oh, and tries to roof it, but it's tapped over the bar. I think by off oh, and uh, Garouachiri's hurley, so he gets the point for it, and uh, no more than they deserved at least that point. So 417 to 16. As Joe Mullins, the final. 417 four, to 17. So 417 to 17 points. Goals win games, and in this case, Scarafagunlo has got the goals to win the game, and uh, a very, very enjoyable game for most of it. And I suppose in the end, I suppose they have to say, Kevin, the class of Scarafagunlo told. But what a battle is Clare Castle What a battle. Clare point up at half time, but in the second half, really, um, they battled and battled, but um, the momentum fell that Scarf were going away after half time. They got, they got freeze, they got three, four, five points ahead. And then, like we mentioned a few minutes ago, Clare Castle came back into it. Like, it, it, initially, Clare Castle were playing short, short passes out of defence, particularly puck outs that were breaking down. When they went long, they came back into it, made a battle of it. Like to kind of help him with a very important score, a um, couple of scores. Ocean Whelan got a great point here in the corner as well, really showed battling qualities but ultimately after Mark's goal from the free and um, Scarf Gunner took over towards the end of it and finished with a, at the end a comfortable 12 point uh, victory for, for Scarf Gunner over Clare Castle but a victory that they had to battle to the very end to, to get over the line for. If I was Clare Castle I'd be very happy, I saw them play the first game as I said earlier lack spirit, lack determination, lack fight. You can say that their overall under 21 came campaign was usually positive for them and they've a lot to look forward to as they enter into 2023.
Yeah, thanks for that, Kevin. I'll be back to you before we go. Uh, Jamie's got hopefully got to get someone to interview, maybe from the winning camp. But we have Seamus still here. And Seamus, um, I hope this mic one's working okay because I saw it up close there. Seamus, uh, a very, very enjoyable game, hurling, very competitive for 55, 56 minutes. But I suppose a bit of class told in the end, and maybe Clare Castle uh, just lost a bit of discipline also the last few minutes, giving away a freeze there and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that uh, that turned the game. You know, they conceded a lot of uh, kind of needless frees uh, in the third quarter, and uh, Scarafa Gunla punished uh, all those. You know, the the the. They worked hard, got their points, and uh, you know they got maybe uh, one or two goals in that kind of killed the game. You know, but in fairness to Clarecastle, uh, you know they put up a great performance. Uh, given that they were so well beaten in the opening round of the championship, they have fought back well. It was a cracking game for three quarters of the game, and final scoreline maybe a bit flattering uh, in favour of Scarafogunlo. But you know Scarafogunlo, Corrigan Ryan, great final uh, in prospect now and next week. It's a dream final in many ways, even though uh, uh, as I said, Clarecastle. Uh, Sorry to put a spanner in the works, as they were fully, fully right to do, and almost did for a while. But uh, uh, so very prompt. We'll talk about Scalvola later on. But some very promising players in that Clarecastle lineup uh, that will become very good senior hurlers. No ah, without a doubt. Like Dara Healy has been, you know, has been earmarked for a while. You know, and a great bit of stuff altogether. Uh, you know, uh, Rory O'Connell, superb game uh, as as a sweeper today. Ocean Casey, magnificent free taker, great striker of the ball. You know, and Conor Hackman got some great scores today. You know, they they they, they certainly have Aaron Hayes and other fellow who are very good at fullback and we know how good Keane Broderick is, you know, he's been knocking on the door of Clare Panels there for the last year or two and, uh, you know, for a club that maybe at senior level struggled to hold on to their senior status for the last year or two you know, there's great prospects coming through for them and, you know, I, I, they will challenge strongly for senior honours in the next couple of years provided they can keep these fellas around, you know there's a lot of lads going travelling next year, we hear hopefully, uh, all clubs will be hoping that they're not losing any of their star players, I suppose Absolutely. Famous as always. Thanks a million for that. You're welcome, Pat. I think we have the scout of management on the way up to talk to us. So uh, happy Christmas to you, Seamus. Thanks for no joining problem. us. And we'll see you pretty soon in the new year. If we don't see you at the final, hopefully. So, uh, Kevin, we talked there about we talked there about Clare Castle. Scout of one of some of their players shone through in the end as well. Oh, they absolutely did, Pat. Um, and I suppose the, the, the senior experience that Scarf are going to have with the likes of um, Crotty and uh, Patrick Ryan and Shane Cavanagh, they all contributed usually during, during, during the win today against a, a very uh, spirited, like we said, uh, Kirkcastle team. As uh, I see the Scarf manager, Conor, Conor Mack, has just joined us here now. Conor, first of all, congrats from uh, Scarf Bateman Radio here. First of all, uh, in the end, uh, you won it easily and uh, deservedly, so no question. But in fairness to La Castle, they really gave you a good battle. And I suppose you'll be glad you got a good battle. Yeah, they're all winning it easy now. I'm not so sure about that one. But, uh, well, in the scoreboard, that's what yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. scoreboard doesn't always uh, reflect in the game. It's oh. a titanic battle. We expected nothing less from Clarecastle, you know. Um, people, so-called hurling experts, were, were writing off Clarecastle. We, look at Clarecastle or Clarecastle. We, we knew exactly what was facing us coming over here. And that's exactly what we got. A huge titanic battle. And uh, fair play to them for that. And uh, I suppose, you know, early in the game, uh, you know, you found it hard to get into your stride. But again, that's supposed, you know, if, if you're the underdog like Lacastle where you're going to be absolutely throwing the kitchen sink at a team like Scarlet for Gunlow. We know the stars they have, and we know how well you, nation and any of your players have played in senior hurling this year. The quality is there, and exceptional quality in a few cases. So they were never going to be laid down easily. But in fairness, you responded when you needed to. Yeah, but again, like, you know, work rate from both teams is very high especially in the first 10-15 minutes so it was difficult for both teams to, to score I suppose you know it wasn't, it wasn't a, I don't know what the final score was but it wasn't a huge scoring event but that, that just goes to the work rate of both teams 
And Connor, I suppose everybody was kind of talking maybe again some so-called wise hurling people about the, the dream final would be Scaliford against Rowan Currafield. It has turned out that way, uh, but that, that's not to dismiss in any way the efforts of Nicola Mora and Nicola Castle, as you've given enormous credit to today. We have praised Nicola Castle for their display today. But look, it's the dream final for many, for maybe Nooshans and everybody else. And uh, look, it's a massive one next Friday, two days before Christmas. You're all already looking forward to it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll enjoy today and, and we'll, look, we'll look forward to the, I suppose we'll look ahead tomorrow morning maybe or something like that. We'll enjoy today. We don't win many semi-finals in both clubs, so we'll, we'll take it on board. But, you know, look at Corfin Rowan are the top team. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They, they'll be hot favourites going into the final, and rightly so. Um, you know, they, they beat us last year by a point, so they're the team to catch. And look, at, we'll give it everything we have, but it has to be said, Corfin Rowan are some super hurlers. You know, they're a super team. And uh, look, we'll give it a go. Colin, I know you don't want to get back to your team and also to go off and enjoy the World Cup final maybe as well. But before you go, Mark Rogers is OK. I know he's taken off there probably as a precaution. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. What he is. Yeah, well, hopefully he's I, I all hopefully now, he's up um, his own seat. You know, yeah. yeah, but yeah. look at... He look bounced up after the injury and, and played away. Yeah. Did and secondly, uh, the big question you have to decide is, was the goal from the free intentional or fortuitous? If Derek Dormer was trying to claim it was fortuitous, I think he intended it. I don't, I don't know you'd have to talk to Mark whatever <laughs> no, so, yeah. we'll ask Mark himself listen Connor. Well, well done sense. very Thank enjoyable game congrats to Scarlet for Gunlow best to look in that final next Friday which we'll be covering here on Scarlet Bay thanks Connor. so that's it from Scarlet Bay Country Radio and from Sportsline today my thanks to Seamus to Derek and to Kevin for their, as usual for their insightful comments and their analysis my thanks to Tom Collins engineering for sponsoring us and for Jim here for all the engineering and indeed uh, identifying subs whose numbers we didn't have so that's it we'll be heading back to the studio on the scoreline of 4.17 to 17 in favour of Scarlet for Gunlow they're in that final dream final in many people's eyes next Friday two days before Christmas so it's ho 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 here from uh, Tulla and uh, back to the studio